Awakened Reality Podcast, JFK Assassination. Trying a new beer tonight. We got. Uh, we're now with White Peaks IPA. Six o three. We're in a six o three. Six o three IPA. I, I taste. I've tasted it. And uh, since I'm not an IPA drinker, I think I should stay out of this. <laughs> I mean, I'll drink anything, but you know. I don't like it. It's kind of a little bit like. Um, like like a stout in that when you first take your first drink, mm-hmm. it's a little bit yeah, but then like after the sixth or seventh drink, so yeah, in terms of <laughs> in terms of like the the taste is too yeah, strong. it's a little strong, a little okay. strong. It's a little I don't know if it's if it's hoppy or if it's not hoppy. I mean maybe it's sad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. Okay, anyway. Uh, <laughs> all right, so today we're going to be talking about um, the CIA. You know, a little bit just in general about the CIA, but we're also going to be talking about the CIA with respect to what was happening in the 60s and also, um, you know, how some very, very early thoughts about how it might fit into the whole JFK assassination. Um, There's some stuff in this section which is really uh, just stuff I didn't know where else to put because it was just a small little story. So there are kind of some teasers in here, which is not the worst thing in the world. This is what is enshrined on the lobby floor of the entrance to CIA headquarters. Bush was here. No? Okay, good. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. And here is um, another quote, and this quote is from CIA counterintelligence head James Angleton in testimony (laughs) to the church committee. Uh Which we'll get into exactly what the church committee was later. Didn't have anything to do with church, just to kind of let you guys know. No. So his quote was... It is inconceivable that a secret intelligence arm of the government has to comply with all the overt orders of the government. Can you say that one more time? Because I don't think the people that are listening Mm -hmm. may not have really grasped what was really meant by that statement. Okay. It is inconceivable that a secret intelligence arm of the government has to comply with all the overt orders of the government. Basically, I, the way I see it is we shouldn't have to listen really to anybody. Well, maybe they're saying, like, uh, you know, if the president can say one thing um, to the American people and then tell them to do something different, yeah. and then they go do something different, maybe it's not a bad thing. And it's inconceivable that they have to answer to, isn't that what they said? Uh, that they have to comply. Comply. Okay. So, basically, and I know I might be foreshadowing here, but basically what they're saying is... If we think something is important for the government or for the, mm-hmm. the United States and the world, according to national security, it doesn't matter what the what the president says because if we think it's important, we're mm-hmm. going to do it. It leaves a lot open to interpretation. That's the other interesting thing about this. In terms of, uh, they say that they don't have to comply with the overt orders of the government, but it's like so. But then, who do they have to comply with? You know, like, what is what do they consider overt? Is it out in the open within the government? 
Is it out in the open within the American people? Is it out in the open within the CIA? Like Isn't what? that the way the CIA would work, though? I mean, if you really wanted to make sure that nobody could narrow you down to an answer, mm -hmm. you make it as general as possible, as mm -hmm. overreaching yeah, yeah, yeah. in its scope as possible so that you have your way to talk your way out of it. It's like there's we can always come up with some way to justify yeah, it. Yeah, and there's many ways you can yeah. turn that around. So maybe that's just what they do. So the Central Intelligence Agency, or the CIA, is a civilian foreign intelligence service of the federal government of the United States tasked with gathering, processing, and analyzing national security information from around the world, primarily through the use of human intelligence. Theoretically, they are focused on providing intelligence for the President and Cabinet of the United States. Essentially, they're, they're an intelligence gathering operation. They're, I, not, they're not supposed to be a police force or, a, or like a, uh, they're not supposed to have a, a law enforcement function in any way. And they're supposed to mainly be kind of focused on overseas intelligence gathering. So that basically means they are a, an, an intelligence gathering entity. Mm -hmm. Yep. Period. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they are, they are the only agency that's authorized to carry out um, and oversee covert action at the behest of the president. But so Overseas. Th mm -hmm. So they're not supposed to be... Um, Anything domestic or... or working within the United States. If the Soviet Union, perhaps, has is doing stuff within the United States, then they might be involved because there's, you know, it's related to an outside right. com okay. country. Okay, all right, um, I get it. I get it. But, but basically, it sounds to me like they are basically a fact-finding entity. That's essentially what they're supposed to be doing. What and, they're supposed but to they can on. carry out covert missions internationally. Whatever team goes in to do whatever they do, is it their call? Mm -hmm. Or is it the president's call, or is it the you know the the person in charge of the military or the SEAL unit or whatever that is? Because that's that's it's interesting too. Because who's in charge really of that? Yeah, well, I mean, I think it's pretty clear that they're supposed to like their action is at the behest of the president. Okay. I mean, I think that's pretty clear, and the president has the ability to hire and fire the the head of the CIA. I don't think they're they're allowed to go and do covert action, you know, in another country, right? Without the president knowing about it or approving of it or anything like that. Um, they had the largest budget of all the intelligence community agencies, which I would have expected anyway. Um, but the details of the intelligence budget are classified. You know, it's really funny because you can go online and you can find out most of, of, the, um, of the Department of Defense's mm -hmm. money and how, what they spent it on. Yeah, but I mean, you got to think that there's, there's got to be kind of secret programs, even in the military, that we don't... You know that we don't sure. see the, the in the interest for. of national security. I mean, you mm -hmm. know, I, what is national security? I mean, mm -hmm. it's kind of like the Fifth Amendment. Now you can go in front of Congress. Mm -hmm. Congress can ask you a question, and all you have to say, if you don't want to answer it, mm -hmm. is one of two things. And I might be wrong. I would like to plead the fifth, mm -hmm. and they can't do anything about it, or. I'd like to answer this question in closed executive session, uh -huh. which means nobody's ever going to hear it. Yeah. And basically what's going to happen in that meeting is they're going to say, well, look, I could tell you, mm -hmm. but it would be a matter of national security if I did. Uh -huh. And then Congress goes, oh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> and then that's it. Mm -hmm. So, Although we don't know for sure what's happening in those kind of opens up the door, though, doesn't it, a little mm -hmm. bit to people who want to lie? I mean, I guess... Is it, you know, if it really is in the interest of national security, I get it. Mm -hmm. But if 
the interest of national security means to save your ass from going to prison. <laughs> to me, that's not that's not a reason you use the fan. Most countries believe that a, a person has the right not to incriminate themselves. So, um, they they think it's a natural. Natural Not to way. incriminate themselves. Explain that in layman's terms, but a person really doesn't understand what incriminate myself means. Well, say something that could be used against you, you know, that could get you in trouble. Then why be a hypocrite and etch on the floor of the CIA mm-hmm. building? Well, it doesn't mean we can't criticize somebody. Like, we may say, well, somebody has a right not to incriminate themselves, but that doesn't mean that we can say, oh, well, by pleading the fifth, it probably means this, or it means this, or, you know, he, by doing that, he must have something to hide. So it doesn't give us, it doesn't give him the right for us not to say that about him or her. I mean, and maybe we're babbling, but I'll tell you what. Us if babbling? somebody said, if somebody said, <laughs> if somebody said the fifth, I plead the fifth, I'd say, then you're hiding something. What happens if that person is actually proven wrong? Mm-hmm. Is pleading the fifth stopping you from getting in trouble? No, you can still get in trouble if you plead the fifth. If they, if people prove so, basically, what you're trying, some other way. what you're basically trying to say, and again, I'm just playing the side mm-hmm. of the person who really doesn't know a lot about this. Yeah, yeah. So, if I say, I could rephrase it. I could say, instead of saying the fifth, mm-hmm. I'd like to say what it really is, Your Honor. Mm-hmm. I, I would not like to say because I don't want to perjure myself. <laughs> So why, why not make it clear? Why not make happening? it clear is what I'm saying. I yeah. mean, I, I want to plead the fifth. Well, you know, why? Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah. Why? Any, anything that gets, that lets you get away with, with lying. to tell. Or, well, you're not, or telling the you're truth. You're not allowed to lie. You're just not allowed to say. Like, if you lie in, in a court, then that's perjury. But if you refuse to say, like, I'm just not going to give testimony on this, then then they can't, you don't get in trouble for that. So maybe you just get rid of the Fifth Amendment. Leave comments. <laughs> and let us know, because, I mean, honestly, like right? Anytime you, anytime you propose getting rid of an amendment, you're probably going to get a comment or two. I mean, I'm probably in favor of the Fifth Amendment, but I do think that when somebody, you know, from the CIA or, or Oliver North sits up there and pleads the Fifth, it, that says something in and of itself as well. There would be a, that would be an interesting um, series, essentially, to go through like a list of all the different people who have been pardoned, because it's a fascinating list, uh, you know, in terms of who has gotten away with what and why. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, think about it. it. Look, guys, gals, if, if it's me, and I get in trouble, and I know a guy, you know, who's a president, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm a good friend of his, and he can't do anything about it because, you know, him, you know, at first I did the deal, right? Yep. I did it. He could turn around and go, oh, don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, another two years when I get out of here, right beforehand, mm-hmm. I'll get you out of prison. Just give me a million dollars. Boom. Well, there are people that get that, that get pardoned who were, you know, completely wildly guilty, and everybody knows they're guilty, and and even guilty of horrible things. But a president, you know, and they've gotten pardons. I'd know? like to, I, you know what? It's Let like, us know in, in the notes in, in the comments if you would like to see an episode about pardon. What is it? Uh huh. What is the president actually allowed to do? And pardon pretty and, much anybody. And, is, right. is, it, but, and is, is that it, the case? Can they pardon pretty much anybody? Well, the way it looks like it is, because, you know, with JHW, you know, I looked up how many people he pardoned mm-hmm. after he got out of the presidency, and there's like almost an endless list. Yeah. I mean, so... Yeah, they always, you're right. They always wait until the end so that they don't have any political well, blowback. Well, well, there you go. I mean, it's like, it's like then you really know. Is it, why should we have to wait till then? Should there be some sort of restriction on... On 
what they're able to pardon. I never understood the presidential. Well, I mean, I guess I understand it. It's a way for powerful people to get off, you know, who they want to get off. That, that could come across a different way. <laughs> Depends on the president. Um, what, is that asleep? Oh, my God. Anyway, I don't understand. Why should a president have the power to to essentially have guilty people go free? Be careful of the mic. Careful Mike. the The director of central intelligence is the only federal government employee who, who is allowed to spend unvouchered government money. So essentially money that's spent that nobody can trace in any way. So, so then, right before nine eleven on September tenth, when Alan, or Donald Rumsfeld held a press conference and said, "We can't account for two point seven trillion dollars," mm-hmm. you'd wonder if that has something to do with this. Is what there you go. I mean, I mean, is that because of that? I mean, I'd like to know because if they're supposed to be able to budget their, bu- you know, budget the books, right, and 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 cross their T's and dot their eyes. So when he says he can't account for it, does he mean that he lost it or does he mean that he simply can't account for it? He used the word lost. I mean now he he was acting like all joking and stuff. So I mean I guess that's a way to make people go, well did he really mean that? So uh, the CIA was created um, in 1947 when Harry Truman signed the National Security Act into law and a major impetus for the creation of the CIA was the attack on Pearl Harbor. Kind of the thought that maybe if we had had better foreign intelligence, then maybe um, we would have been in better shape. Although a lot of people say that we actually had that intelligence. Um, that, that we, you know, there's a, that's another episode in terms of did, you know, did we actually know about Pearl Harbor before it happened? They basically used a national terror attack. Mm-hmm. As a means by which yeah. to gain a little bit more control. Yeah, I mean that is a theory. Like we get attacked in some way, and then we got to make sure that the boogeyman won't come back. Yeah, and so then we give up some of our rights. Our rights, or in this case, you know, you civil liberties. Yeah, and does the, <clears throat> well, that's a good question? I'd be interested to know what you think of this. Does the mere existence of an organization like the CIA? Does that entail giving up civil liberties in and of itself? Kind of having a, a, an agency that does that. And I mean, in every country, every major country has like an intelligence agency. Okay, uh, we'll put it this way. For me, if the entity is honest mm-hmm. and has uh, a means by which to be, um, be answered for mm-hmm. and to be held to... Mm-hmm. Then yeah, I would give up mm-hmm. certain. Mm-hmm. I I would not have a problem getting the DNA of every single child that's born in the United States mm-hmm. right off the bat. I because I really personally, and I might be wrong, mm-hmm. I don't think that we're taking away the rights of any young baby. Mm-hmm. Imagine all the kids that are lost, mm-hmm. all the kids that can't be found, all the crimes that were never, mm-hmm. you know. Down the line, right? I mean, now we can do it. I guess it would have been better to have this done 50 years ago mm-hmm. because then all the kids that have been lost since then, when they found out about DNA, mm-hmm. all these cases could have been solved with that one decision. In some um, Scandinavian countries, they're, they're putting a lot of, like, microchips in the... I think it's, like, in the thumb of, like, you know, kids and whatever. And so they can, like... If a kid disappears, they can track where they are and... In general, like, I think of that and I think, oh, that's creepy. But then I also think, you know, I have kids and I think, well, you know, goodness, what what would I, 
Like, if something ever happened to one of my kids, maybe I'd be happy if they had something like that in them, you know? Getting back to getting back to your, your original question, yeah, I mean, sorry, I, yeah. I, I think, I think, you know, I would be willing. Mm-hmm. As long as I knew mm-hmm. that what this entity was doing was in the best interest, you know, of the United States. I mean, if they were doing th- I mean, how are we going to know? Mm-hmm. So that's why everybody's like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to put up with that because all they ever hear... Mm-hmm is about the things that these people do yeah. that infringes on our rights. Mm-hmm. You know, so why would they say yes? I mean, until that's fixed, mm-hmm. you know, then I don't think I would. But Maybe I get it. More, a little yeah. more reticent about that. Yeah, hell yeah. So uh, let's kind of jump right into um, some of the stuff the CIA has done. Uh, since they were formed in '47. they've done a lot of <clears throat> intelligence work. Um, they have also been in, involved in, and I'll read what I wrote, a lot of controversial shit. <laughs> nice. And this all is stuff here that's pretty much documented. We're not getting into the controversial stuff at this nope. point. Um, so, experiments on U.S. citizens in the 60s. Um, congressional investigations in the Rockefeller Commission report revealed that the CIA and the, de- the Department of Defense had conducted experiments um, on how they could influence and control human behavior um, most famously through um, the use of psychoactive drugs such as LSD, mescaline, and other kind of chemical and biological means. And so let's be clear about what this was. They essentially conducted these experiments on subjects, on citizens, without their knowledge. Mm-hmm. They gave them LSD without them knowing they were being given LSD, and then they kind of tried to figure out how they can utilize that in order to um, kind of control their behavior. What was that called? Was there a, a particular... Well, that... That was an MK Ultra. That MK Ultra, I think... I don't know if it came out of that or if it Probably. preceded it, but that was kind of a, a specific kind of outshoot of this overall effort. goal of that was to essentially try to figure out if they can develop kind of mind control and... Um, <coughs> mind control methods, ways to kind of um, modify behavior, not like in a more general sense, but in a kind of manipulate behavior, get people to do things. They thought this could be a military tool. Let me ask you a question, because my mind, for some reason, just went back to 1930s. Mm-hmm. And I know you know where I'm going. But didn't, like... I don't, by the way. But... Did, didn't the uh, did the German Nazi oh, okay. government... Didn't they like experiment on their own people too? Like oh, yeah. way back then, and, 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 and let me just and then other clarify. people, that, other people that they got, you know, during the war. Well, they... yeah, yeah. I mean, so and 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 didn't we persecute them for that? I mean, didn't we tell say that that was oh my god, how could these people do that? Mm-hmm. And and if I'm not mistaken, they thought they were using this opportunity mm-hmm. to try to to uh, advance medical technology and, 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 and things like that. So, so we were justifiably horrified. There you go. Justifiably horrifying, right? So, yeah. But in the name of science, right? Or mm-hmm. they thought they were doing what was good. Mm-hmm. But if we do it, yeah. it's okay because the CIA says it's okay because, well, <laughs> it's a covert thing and, mm-hmm. and, and we can do it because we don't have to listen to anybody. Yeah, but I mean, in the meantime, they're killing Americans, like the African Americans they use for these LSD, you know, things, or, or the gonorrhea that they they gave all of these 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 um, mm-hmm. these African Americans, and all this stuff that I'm saying is documented. All you got to do is look it up online. Mm-hmm. There's videos, there's documented evidence, and the, these black people thought they were being cured, and <laughs> they 
were not. Uh-huh. They were just not. It was that was the CIA. That was the CIA. Yeah, and and so all of this stuff is documented. Even that some of this stuff we're going to talk about, the CIA has already said yes, we did it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, nothing that we've touched on yet is controversial. No, I mean not- it's controversial in terms of that they did it, <laughs> but in terms of whether they did it isn't controversial. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, so yeah, I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Moving on. Yeah. Obviously, later on, after the JFK assassination, and, and you know, we'll get into all the, the, the ways that the CIA may or may not have been involved, but there have been you know, people who have conjectured that perhaps um, some of MKUltra, whatever it is that they learned, was utilized in, um, in some way in the JFK assassination. And you sure can go down the rabbit hole, folks, and yeah. trust me. But there's so many different wormholes and rabbit holes you can dive into MKUltra's one. Yeah. Because it has so many tentacles spreading out to other things that have happened. It's crazy. But Go to YouTube here and look up MKUltra. Yeah. Trust me when I tell you, you're going to find months worth of videos that you could watch. Yeah. You're going to find, and, I, I, I'm, and I'm thinking that most of the folks that are listening or some that are listening, even if it's one person that's listening, are going to go, well, I don't know, where do I find more? Well, you're going to have a couple of things you need to know first. Mm-hmm. One, is the person that's putting this video out honest about what they're doing? Yeah. Just be careful because there's so many people out there that are going to take advantage of one's need to find truth. Mm-hmm. By using great music and wonderful video mm-hmm. and you know dramatic you know buildups or like we do sex appeal. Well, yeah, yeah, basically. But be careful because you're gonna find so many different sides of the coin. Like you're gonna have five people that are trying to debunk stuff about that. Mm-hmm. You're gonna find all of this other stuff. But what it is is it's. For some people, and I think it's a huge majority, which kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to take the time to do it, is figure out who's who's the ones that you believe are really trying to give you the truth, and who are the ones that are just trying to use what they're doing as clickbait in order to, to, to help their monetized video make them money so they don't have to work for a living. But I think the more you study, you start to get a sense. You start to be able to mm-hmm. kind of tell. Yeah. Um, just like in life, when you, you talk to a lot of different people, not everybody that you talk to is kind of on the up and up. But once you get older and you've met, spoken with a lot of people, you start to kind of sense, oh, you know, there's something not right about this. It's the you know, same thing here. You start to kind of get a sense. My- You're going to find that there are a lot of coincidences. Yeah. Things that come up yeah. that, that yes, can't be proven. Patterns. But patterns that happen. And, you know, you don't have to look for them after a while. Mm-hmm. You know, but you're going to find them and you're going to start to go, you know, now I understand why people who don't spend the time to try to find out the real truth about things, just believe what they hear mm-hmm. or don't believe what they're being shown because they haven't done that work themselves and they haven't said, okay, well, I thought this, but when I looked into it and found that mm-hmm. and then this and this and this and this and that, mm-hmm. now I kind of get it. And now I have a question because how could there be so many Coincidences, not saying that something happened one way or the other, mm-hmm. but it's not happening according not happening according to the narrative that's being presented to you by whoever the entity is giving it to you. Our government, somebody else's government, the news, the, anybody. Yeah, I don't think there's any one like video which is going to like I, if I watch this or if I read this, suddenly I'm going to understand. Yeah. I mean, I think it's you just have to kind of just learn bit by bit, 
And then, like you said, start to see the patterns, recognize oh, yeah. what is reliable, what isn't. Um, targeted killings. The CIA has admitted being involved in assassination attempts against foreign leaders. Even though theoretically that's something that we don't do. Is that like a Geneva Convention? And even Kennedy, I mean, for a while he was on board with some of the assassination attempts so, uh, of, of um, Castro. So, I mean, I'm not defending him. I'm just saying there have been a lot of presidents who have been okay with, with the CIA going after foreign leaders. And they've given them their direction. We are saying our democratic way is muy bueno. So we're going to go and we're going to spread the word of greatness to the entire world. And how are we going to do that? Well, we're going to go around and we're going to say, oh, wait a minute. This guy right here, what's his name, Qaddafi? He's trying to trying to make his own money. <laughs> well, that's not good because that's going to hurt the American dollar. <gasps> hey, uh, maybe we should kill him. <laughs> right, that's essentially the way it goes. That's what we did, right? This is what America does. Now, hey, look. God bless America, but when you're doing that kind of shit, don't but you the, think it's kind of counter counterproductive? But the Soviet Union, I mean, they overthrew all sorts of governments well, too and took over. Let them do it as long as you don't mess with us. Yeah, right. But I'm saying, but but to say like you know they did the same kind of stuff that we did. They were more overt about it in that they just kind of took over. You know, folks, you know, like your government over. kills people mm -hmm. to gain. Yeah, your government kills people. Okay, for oil, <laughs> your your government kills people, and takes over countries, so that they can they can get their poppies, and sell them for money to use for covert missions. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, there we go. There's another. Wait, was it? Ding. <laughs> I'm just saying. Often they were overthrowing a a, dem a democratically elected regime in favor of a far right-wing dictatorship. Because a lot of people in other countries, they might have espoused um, views, or you know, the people might have held views that were, that America felt was you know, too leftist, or, or maybe not, um, maybe that's not the right phrase, but that they, they didn't exactly have American values. And so we were like, no, <laughs> we want somebody in there who's gonna kinda weaken control but a lot of times it wasn't even people that were similar to us. It was people who, like I said, were really dictatorships. Let me ask you this, Steve. Mm -hmm. Let's just break this down to baby level, all right? <clears throat> Forget all the technology in the world and say it's just you and me. Okay. Okay? I go to the gym every day and I work out like crazy. I'm jacked, right? Don't have to brag. And then, and then you... No, I don't. I'm just, I'm just like saying, say <laughs> I do. And then, say you don't, but then you decide you want to. Okay. Huh? Yeah. You live down the block in a different city. I live in this city. Yep. Okay. Well, I find out that you just start working out, <clears throat> and you're going to get big. Yeah. And I feel threatened. Because I'm... Because I'm, you're getting big. I'm going to be huge. So, I mean, I can't look not big. Mm -hmm. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go and I'm going to kill you <laughs> so that nobody yeah. can get big. Because, see, if somebody does get big, they're going to come and take it away. Yeah. You're going to take your shine or your shoes or something. I just, so I guess that kind of, for me, in, in the basic means is saying if the United States of America has the biggest, like say today, today, the, the United States has the biggest, most awesome mm -hmm. military. 
yeah. in the world. Mm-hmm. And do they have to do that? Do they have to go out to these other countries? Mm-hmm. Do they? What are they really after? Are you trying to tell me mm-hmm. they're just trying to do good? Come on, bro. Really? I, what? To, for me, if you don't have to, why do you? Yeah, I mean, I think I agree with you. I think maybe if you're going to try to spin it the other way, what you say is you say that the end of World War II kind of left the United States in this position of kind of having to be the world's policeman. Or the the guy with the big muscles. Yeah, the, 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 the strong man of the world. Yep. And so I guess the question would be, in a post-World War II nuclear era, how does the United States kind of step back from that responsibility? You know, is it possible well, for them to do, to do that? My, 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 so what and I don't think it's oh. that easy to do. Because I think, you know, you don't necessarily want a power vacuum. That, that can be dangerous in terms of a transition. But I agree with you. I mean, do we, we can't. I mean, it's a reality. We can't be the world's policeman forever. Unless, of course, there is an agenda. Unless that agenda, and I'm not taking a side or not. But unless there's an agenda to be the governing muscle man for the entire world. You mean unless we want to do that just to do it. To or be, there's an agenda from somebody. To be in to control mm-hmm. for a one world government. Mm-hmm. One world government where somebody got to be in charge. Why not the person that's been in charge forever? So how do you do that? Well, maybe you start small. You start taking over little places like that, you know? And what happens over the next 50 years? Mm-hmm. Just saying. Hope you have your uh, keychain. Oh, I don't have my keychain, dude. Okay. Oh, we suck. I'll have to. That's uh, all right. No worries. Do you want to do Can you wait 15 minutes? Or? I guess I can wait. Okay, let's do okay. it. I'm, well, I'm just about out, too. This isn't good. This is a... We're in a dire situation here. <laughs> but we'll wait. We'll wait. Because I'm trying to record an hour at a time before I edit. All good. Um, okay, let's do it. I can't believe we're still on the first page, but that's okay. How cool is it? <laughs> we have a long way to go. Okay. Um, so the last thing that we'll mention in terms of what the um, CIA has done, <clears throat> and this is something that we're going to get way into this because we already have tons of, um, we've done tons of research on this. Um, there is significant evidence of the CIA being involved in drug trafficking almost always to fund anti-communist operations. And people are going to think that I'm being, I'm crazy saying this, but just, I mean, once, wait until we start actually, you know, laying out the facts on this. It's pretty much um, determined that the CIA was involved with literally selling heroin to our troops in Vietnam and crack cocaine on the streets of Los Angeles. And my takeaway, before we start getting into um, stuff that's more closely pertaining to the JFK assassination, is that when you study the CIA's actions from the 40s through the 80s, it's clear that they were obsessed with kind of one primary thing, and that's the fight against communism. Um, and it wasn't simply that they were like, you know, they think, com- they, you know, they, they say, oh, we're in the Cold War, and so we need to kind of be cautious or be concerned with with the Soviet Union, or even that we need to kind of stand against them. It's like they were obsessed, almost to an unhealthy degree, Yeah. in that like, if a country even flirted with leftist politics, like let's <clears> say <throat> they said, okay, well, you know, maybe we should, you know, we want to, you know, be able to provide good education, so we're going to provide um, college for everybody, or, you know, a college education for everybody, or something like that. It's like they just were like, oh, this country is about to turn communist. 
we need to essentially overthrow them. I'm not trying to make a political statement here about right or left. I'm just saying in terms of where the CIA was, where their mindset was, they were wholly obsessed with communism and fighting against it. And I mean, there's some good reason for it. The communists were doing horrible things. A country wants to improve their life for their people. Uh -huh. And it's not going to affect your country. Mm -hmm. Leave them alone. So uh, this seems like a good place for me to stop. Um, we'll be right back with the Bay of Pigs. And the beers? 603. Mm.